Hey everyone, Charles here. And first of all, thank you for stopping by my podcast. If this show inspires you, makes you think, or gives you that courage to jump into action, please help by donating to this show. Click the link in the description and donate. Your donation helps us with production and finding great guests moving forward. Thank you and enjoy. Morning, good morning. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show. Welcome to Jump. Now, this is your first time here. Thank you for joining us. Now, Jump is all about getting to the next level. I don't mean I want you to jump up and down. What I need you to do is jump into action, jump into greatness. Success is waiting for you. Now, my next gentleman coming up is going to tell us to understand your own manual, like uh, <laughs> your owner's manual. I love it. <laughs> Understanding your, you know, you get into a car, the first thing you do, you go to the owner's manual. How does this work? How does that work? How does your buttons work? Do you know your own? Hey, stay tuned and let's find out. You know you should be doing something different, right? Hey, I'm talking to you. Do you believe that you have the gift for greatness or have a special talent, but don't have the courage to take that next step? Always wondering how others made it look so easy? Well, welcome to Jump, the show that will bring you special guests just like you and me. How did they get the courage to jump into greatness? doing what they love and living the good life. So get ready to jump with your host, Charles Matthews Jr. Yes, and welcome. We are live. You can catch us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and replay shows on Facebook, YouTube. We're all there. But thank you for joining us. So without further ado, let's bring our guest on. Papa, give him a big round of applause. All right, first thing I got to ask you, Papa, is that the real name or is that your nickname? That's my nickname. Oh, I, yeah, I got that from going to Brazil and standing in the place of a father for people who didn't feel loved and uh, blushed by their dads. So they just start calling me Papa. And Love so it. then I just go by Papa Ray. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to ask. That's that's my nickname for my son. So that's why I had to ask. It's a, it's a great nickname. I love it. Oh, thank you. Yes. Right. So where are you calling in from, Papa? I'm calling in from Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Nice to have you on this show. How's the weather right now? It's beautiful. Nice, cool fall day. It's actually amazing. Loving this time of the year. So not too us, cold, not too hot. Just, just in the mids, just in the mids. <laughs> right, right there. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful time of the year. All right, so I'm going to get right to it. Tell us who Papa is. Born and raised, give us the background of the little boy named Papa. Well, I grew up in a uh, conservative Mennonite community right here in Lancaster County, the heart of Amish country. And I grew up um, in a single-parent home, believe it or not. It's very unusual to grow up in a conservative Mennonite community and grow up in a single parent home. So that really shaped what my life was going to look like and the struggles and the victories that I went through. So that's really what I want to share is how did I learn what I teach today? I probably could have never learned what I do 
what I know if I hadn't gone through what I've gone through. Okay, so growing up, so you must have had some visions of what you want to become, what you want to do. You know, give me give me your top number one thing. You know, some kids think they want to fly like Superman. What what was your number one thing? <laughs> so growing up in a single parent home, just feeling dealing with a lot of rejection and abandonment. I think my passion was to be a, a teacher or a, some kind of a leader. And you know what the, the amazing thing is? That's what I do now. I'm basically a teacher. <laughs> I really help people understand their owner's manual to live a better life. But yeah, I always had a great passion to be a leader or a pastor or a teacher of some kind. So what was your what was your sport of choice? What did you do to get away from to get away? I didn't really have any, I'm never really good at sports. <laughs> I, I was, uh, that kid, I was the last one picked on the team. Okay. And I think because a lot of that was my insecurity, just never feeling that I was good enough. Okay. I, I was kind of mediocre until somebody showed up that I was just not good at all. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the crowd showed up, I just went, boom, I went to nothing. My <laughs> My my ability just. <laughs> so where did that start from? I know you said single parent home, but where when did that really start? Like when did you feel yourself changing? I always felt very inadequate uh, in all my life. I had a serious fear of abandonment to the point I wouldn't get in the back seat of a car because I was afraid they were going to go somewhere and we'd all get out and they would abandon me and leave me. Mm. A major crippling fear. Okay. Uh, as a teenager, very crippling fear of, of being that rejection or abandonment. And that played a lot into how I lived my life. Yeah. And, and a lot of the trouble I got into was never feeling worthy to be around people that were doing things and making things happen. So what do you do? Mm-hmm. You look for somebody you can relate to. Right. Who are you relating to? People that are not doing much or they're doing <laughs> okay. the wrong things. <laughs> yep, yep. I, get, I, get, I see. I see where the path is going. I see where the path is going. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's so quick. It's so easy. I mean, you're there at the bottom of the barrel before you know what happened. Mm. Who's at the bottom of the barrel? Other people who right. felt what you feel, and, and and there you are relating, associating with people are feeling abandoned and rejected and what do you do you're doing things that other people are doing because you want to fit in with them right so it, it is so it's devastating you know is because they don't have it they can't give it to you they can't give you what they don't have you can't give them what they don't have so it's just a vice versa going back and forth yeah. back and forth back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. There's it's nobody, a vicious cycle. Right. There's nobody to say, hey, guys, uplift. You know, we don't have to stay at this level. We can move on to the next level. Right. Okay. They don't have it. They can't give it. You don't have it. You can't give it. So, so you when, get stuck there. So when did the person or the thing come to you to bring you out of that next level? So that really only happened seven years ago, believe it or not. Okay. Is, uh struggling through my second major depression Five minutes away from suicide. I was done. Mm-hmm. I really believed God was laughing at me. Just going to be vulnerable and be very honest. Yeah. And it's really un- it's really critical to understand how did I grow up in a 
Christian home, mm-hmm. uh, believing in God all my life. Right. To the point, like, at 53 years old, honestly believing that God was laughing at me, believing that he could do anything he wanted to do, but mm-hmm. he just wouldn't do it for me. Gotcha. How did I get there? And this is what I want to talk about understanding your owner's manual is how do we get these devastating, life-crushing ideas that built in our mind and become so dominant that it completely cripples us from doing anything in life? So do you think think that there's signs, though? Before before we get into that, do you think there's signs that we need to look for? Is there anything that we could have looked for? Is there anything that you could have saw so you don't lead you down to that path? Yeah, I, I seen all the signs. I just didn't know what to do about it. Now that I look back, the signs were everywhere. Mm. But so what happened is I had tunnel vision. Okay. I was striving and fighting for my place at the table. And I wasn't finding that. So I was blinded to all these things that were relatively available and all over the place. I just couldn't see them and I couldn't recognize them. So, and that's why I'm so passionate about helping people understand their owner's manual. It is how do my emotions take me sideways? How are my emotions destroying me literally from the inside out? How's my beliefs and thought processes destroying me both mentally, physically, and spiritually? Because it's not it's not just one thing. It, it can be compounded. It just keeps going and going and going. It just 100%. keeps percent. Okay. It's exactly what it does. It compounds itself unbelievably. And I'm talking about a force multiplier that it just it's incredible that once you start on this journey of feeling rejected and abandoned, it, it just it'll take you so fast. Yep. Unbelievably. And I'm I'm talking about I grew up in a church 100% believing God could do anything he wanted to do. I never did not believe that he could not do it. I just believed he didn't want to. Mm, it's just not like it's not like he's not there. It's just like, hey, he didn't want to do it for me at that time. Come on. It's 100% in what I was believing. And so this is why I'm so passionate. Now I'm a personal transformation coach. Mm-hmm. I lead people into incredible life-changing breakthroughs within a few hours. Okay. Just by understanding your owner's manual. And this is so, so critical. And I'm very, very passionate about teaching the world, mm-hmm. whoever wants to listen, how you can have massive changes and breakthroughs in a very, very short amount of time just by setting the truth. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Mm, that truth, would also mean the truth about. You're, sorry, go ahead. I'm just. I'm just trying to. I'm taking my notes because this is what this. <laughs> everybody should be taking their notes, right? When you say yeah. the truth, the truth about what? What are we talking about? The truth is. So the Bible says you should know the truth, and the truth mm-hmm. will set you free. Right. So now I say, okay, that is right. So that means if you're not free in mm-hmm. any area of your life, you don't have the truth. Mm, that means okay. that would mean you're holding on to a lie. So, so you mean like is it is it like uh, something that you 
You're still holding on to some hurt from the past, something that's it. there and you can't let it go. So every time you do that, you're just hurting yourself. You got it. Okay. Okay. And that's part of understanding your owner's manual. And it's when, you know, we dive into the depth of how your body, your soul, your mind, will, and emotions and your spirit okay. work together and against each other. It totally makes sense. Gotcha. So <laughs> thinking back now, you know, People always said, ah, let it go, let it go. And you're like, ah, they're just saying that. But in hindsight, when they say let it go, it's a real thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You can't carry things over with you. It happened, deal with it, move on. But then we tend to harp on it for years. There's a, there's, I'm glad you brought that up in that way. Because there's a significant reason why you can't let it go. Okay. So... If you never change the meaning that you gave to that event, mm -hmm. you can't let it go because change. your brain mm -hmm. is forever perceiving what happened in the way you believe it. If you do not change okay. how you believe and think about mm -hmm. that event, you can't let it go. So here's the key. In order to change your life, you got to change the meaning that you gave to the event. So Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, <laughs> now, now you got to the next level with me here now. So you're telling me changing the level. So if I thought, you know, oh, he did it against me. He must have hated me. He did it against me. If I don't never change that, I'll never, I'll keep thinking in my head, well, why did he do it to me? What did I do wrong? Why did I figure it out? Not just, oh, he was just having a bad day. Something happened. I, it's nothing to do with me. I move on from it. I keep so thinking, me, it's me, it's me, it's me. Let me dive into how does your brain work and your okay. bodies work together. So if you can imagine um, your brain, you are the sum total of every part that makes up the whole of who you are. Mm -hmm. So you're, you ever, it's really critical to understand this. Do you ever walk into your grandma and you ever smell something and you're instantly back in grandma's kitchen when you yeah, were a child? Yeah. Of course, of course, yeah. yeah. So all them things that happen are stored in your subconscious. Mm -hmm. So your brain, every moment of every day, your brain is doing a research of your whole life to determine what's about to happen in the next moment based 100% on what you believe happened in your past. Uh, okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm following you. I'm following okay. you. So here comes the event. Mm -hmm. The event is coming. Your brain is doing a research of your whole life and saying, what do I believe that event? What is I what I'm believing that event's going to be? Now, as your brain does the research, the last time that event happened, this is what I believed about the event and about me. It also runs through your emotional calculator and says, how do I feel right now? What do I think about this event? And how do I like the other person? You ever notice that when you're in a good mood, you can tolerate a lot of things? That when you're not in a good mood, you don't tolerate that exact same thing? <laughs> every, right? Every little thing ticks you off. Every little thing. But when you're happy, you're like, ah, who cares? I spilt the coffee. Right. I spilt the coffee. Right. So this is very important to, to factor this part in is your emotions. Here comes the event. I determined that the last time that happened, this is how I perceived 
what was the meaning of it. Now, your brain is calculating what is about to happen. How do I feel? In a nanosecond, releases neurochemicals into your body and your brain. The two bad guys are cortisol and adrenaline. Now, adrenaline obviously makes you stronger, you know, dilates your pupils, dries up your saliva, races your heart. So you can go into the fight or flight. Now, the cortisol is the really interesting guy. He takes your cognitive thinking processing ability and greatly diminishes it from as much as 720 bits of data to as low as 20 in a nanosecond. Now, let's back up. Here comes the event. Your brain does the research. I don't think this is going to go well for me. Sends you into the fight or flight. Your, your cognitive thinking process greatly diminishes. You are making a decision based on the diminished ability to think clearly and creatively. And you respond within a few seconds based on your diminished ability. And then we wonder why we do the things we do that we don't want to do. Right. Now, here's the curious part. Where did my brain come up with the information of what I believe is about to happen in the next moment? Always from my past. Right. So like anything we've, we've grown up to know and things happen, we've seen it happen. We just think it's going to happen because I've seen it before. I know it's happened before. It, that, it's going to happen. 100%. Now, what I call the core of your life is conception to 10 years old. Your brain is in hyperneuroplasticity, simply meaning your brain is sucking in tons of information at one time and is not able to categorize it because your brain's not developed enough to say, ah, he's just having a bad day. Mm-hmm. No, your brain's like, oh, when I do this, dad does that. When I do that, mom does this. And so we learn, it's called learned behaviors. Mm-hmm. So in, in, in that core we're just sucking in all this information. We're cat- putting it into categories. That will be the premise of what we believe is going to happen the rest of our life. Now, so here's the key. Up and down. It's going up and down. If you never go back to the original event and change the meaning you give to it, that will be the meaning your brain will give it the rest of your life in a nanosecond. You won't even know that your brain used that scenario to calculate what it believes is about to happen Mm -hmm. because you calculate that and respond in a split second. And then we we have what you call going up the ladder. So you ever have a a somebody, particularly a family member, they'll say something and you say, if you say that, I will. And if they say, well, you do that, I will. And if you do that, I will. If you do that, I will. And in a couple minutes flat, you are like an escalated, out of control, (laughs) shouting match. (laughs) What happened is when that person said something, you perceived the threat. Mm -hmm. Cortisol took your creative cognitive thinking, greatly diminished it, and you said something to what? Stay safe. Right. The reason you respond is you want to be safe. So you say something, but what, what do they feel? They just felt a threat. So what did they do? Boom. If you, I will. And then you feel a threat. And then you got up at one. And we call it just going up the ladder. Just just getting, getting jumping from one jumping to the next. Jumping from one yep. jumping to the next. 
We just jump right. a little higher to keep the other person off balance because we want to stay safe. Yeah. What do we have to do? Is we don't respond that way when we're feeling safe, when we're feeling happy, when we're feeling good. We let it go. Mm. Now, understanding your owner's manual is why do I get into that place of not feeling good where I going down the road and a guy cuts me off or passes me up? I step on the gas, try and cut him off. Right. Does it matter if the guy passes you? So what? <laughs> but you always try to catch back up. We do. And we, <laughs> we can't just catch up. We got to pass him. We got to cut him off. You know, <laughs> can't get that, that guy get in front of me. You kidding? I've been sitting here for the last 10 minutes. He's going to come buzzing up there in the right lane and try and cut in front. Oh, no, you ain't. Oh, no. Oh, no, you ain't. (laughs) Why do we do that? Because we do not feel adequate. We do not feel. It's how do we see ourselves when we're naked and alone? Okay. (laughs) If, If I cannot be okay. Mm-hmm. Naked and alone. What do I need to have? What do I need to do to mm-hmm. be okay? Okay. All right. So let's take this to the next level. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to find out how do we become okay. And then we're going to play a quick game with you when we get back. Don't go nowhere. Stay tuned and let's get some right here. Thanks, Charles. I'm Carolyn Dickinson, and I'm here to tell you that the Life Success Board Systems are live. These success boards have massive impact. The system will allow you to be able to envision that anything is possible for every area of your life. It'll give you direction, it'll give you focus, and it'll keep you moving forward. There are eight success board systems available to you, plus bonuses. So for more information on this amazing system, click the link below. You don't want to miss it. Back to you, Charles. Yes, we are back live. And listen, we're going to jump right into this because I don't want to waste any more time. Give me, we're going to play right now. It's called Rapid Fire. You're going to give me letters A, B, C, or D, and I'm going to ask you 10 questions. Now, you just have to throw whatever comes to your mind, and you have like 30 seconds to explain if you want to explain any of your answers. But we're just going to get to know and just rapid fire right out. You ready? Let's do it. All right, so A, B, C, or D? Let's go with A. A, here we go, my friend. What's your favorite drink? Probably Coke. What is your mo- when are you most productive? At night. Who is your inspiration and why? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stop. Are you ready to maximize the impact of your podcast interviews and elevate your brand like never before? Stop wasting time on interviews that don't reach their full potential. With our cutting edge AI technology, you can transform your content into captivating marketing materials in just seconds. Don't wait for hosts to promote your work. Take control of your brand's narrative today. Click the link below and unlock the full potential of your interviews. Say hello to Proactive Marketing Mastery and watch your brand soar with Cast Magic. I'd have to say Jesus uh, because um, there's no better, uh, no wiser person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Summer or winter? 
I love summer. I, I definitely love summer. What's what's uh, what's something happening into your life right now that's making you happy? I just released my first set of books. Daddy, Ooh. why don't you love me? A father's blessing to a son and a daughter, healing the wounds of the absent abusive fathers. There you go. He's an author, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. He's an author. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank you. What's your favorite number and why? Number one, because I want to be, um, yeah. Number I just, one. I like to be in, in the front. I like to, you know, be happening. There you go. What's your favorite cake flavor? Um, oh, I'm trying to think of that. Oh, I'm going to have to go with chocolate. I can't think of the other one. <laughs> I'm sorry. That would caught me way off guard there, but oh, I love chocolate cake. Yeah, it's just gonna pop in your head any minute now. Watch this. Uh, how do you start your day? In prayer. There I'm just go. thanking God that I have another day to be alive. That's uh, yep. really the yep. first focus of my day is thank you for giving me another day mm -hmm. to do better than I did yesterday. There you go. What was your worst subject in school? Math. Oh, <laughs> I, I hated math. It was just I did not compute. <laughs> and what did is I your... say? I didn't calculate. <laughs> <laughs> and what was your best subject in school? Uh, first thing comes to mind is recess. <laughs> was, school was not a good place for me. It did there not work. There you go. You made it through, my friend. <laughs> There you go. You made it through. Now, let me ask you this, then. Before we get into the Orion's Manual, you said being first, um, thanking God for the mornings, yeah. first thing to wake up. It's, it's These are these are regiments now that you've just put into place? Or have, you, have you always had these regiments, or they're, they're just slowly coming into you now? I did not. No, this is really after my last bout with depression and suicide is uh, I'm so thankful now for life. I have a completely different outlook on life in the last six years. Mm -hmm. So the first year after I broke through that was kind of trying to find my balance and who I am. But the last six years have been an accelerated growth, massively changed my circle of influence. My circle of influences are changing in improving on a, on a almost yearly basis or monthly basis. Okay. Is I'm in my finding security in who I am. Mm -hmm. And uh, a big uh, part of that is just changing my circle of influence. It's just been amazing. There you go. There you go. All right. So let's find out. I need to know. You know, you pick up the older manuals. They're in different languages sometimes. You can't read it. How do you de decipher the owner manual? So your owner's manual is you really got to understand, number one, is your emotions. So if you don't understand how your emotions work, emotions are simply a set of beliefs. What do you believe about you? And that primarily comes from your childhood. And this is why I wrote the book, Daddy, Why Don't You Love Me? Healing the Wounds of the Absent and Abusive Fathers, Sharing the Blessing to a Son and a Daughter, is we will run the rest of our life on how do we think our fathers loved us or didn't love us. That is probably one of the most crucial, impactful things that a person's going to deal with. If you look at the statistics of people that are in teen pregnancy, alcohol, drug abuse, incarcerated, and all kinds of struggles, 
the majority of them did not have good fathers in their homes. So that is one of the most critical foundational principles of how to be overcome your emotional struggles. And that's why this book is so critical because in there we start at conception and we share a blessing of love and acceptance from conception, first, second, third trimester, birth, infant, toddler, youth, adult. And it's, I started this blessing in 2004 in Brazil, been back to Brazil a total of six times. And every person I share this blessing with has incredible major transformation. Because mm-hmm. it, what it's doing is we talked about the lie. You know the truth, the truth sets you free. Right. If you're not free, where's, where's the lie? Mm-hmm. The lie is I didn't feel loved. And this is one of the most critical when I do my personal transformation coaching, standing as a father and blessing them as their as my son and daughter, it probably moves the needle more than any other thing that I do is because this is one of the first lies that can come into your life mm. is my dad don't love me. And people will literally carry this to their graves. And I've seen so many successful people that are really still trying to say, daddy, am I doing it good enough now? Daddy, do you love me now? And I see when you get behind the curtain with a lot of successful people, they're really trying to help. They're really trying to hear, daddy, do you love me? Daddy, am I good enough? And this is why I, uh, one of the reasons I wrote this book, and my next book is going to be titled, Understanding Your Owner's Manual, which I'm going to dive much, much deeper into the psychological, emotional, physical aspects, including epigenetics, is simply how does your brain Mm -hmm. and your thought process literally affect your physical body and your immune system? It's very, very intriguing. All right. So you're on the Jump Podcast because we want people to jump into action, jump into greatness. So what's the first thing we need to do to jump in to figure this out? What's the first thing we should do to jump? So you really got to jump is where are you hurting? What What is the missing piece in your life? And I like to, I have this broken cup here in my office. And when I have clients come over, I say, the people who hurt you were broken and empty. They couldn't give you what they didn't have. So the jump point is you got to look at your pain and realize that person who hurt you was broken and empty. They could not give you what they did not have. That is so critical. The, The only way you're going to change anything in your life is if you go back to the original event and change the meaning you gave to it. If you never go back and change the meaning, you're going to struggle to run a maintenance mode. Maintenance mode is I'm going to try and suppress that. I'm going to try and push that down. and I'm not going to let that dictate what I do. Um, I'm sorry. Until you change the meaning, it's going to forever dictate what you do. Yes. All right. All right. We have time for one more. We're going to have some fun before we let you go. Now time for 
It's time now for pick three. So you're going to give me three numbers between one and ten, and those are the questions I'm going to ask you before I let you go. Three, seven, and eight. Three, seven, and eight. Question number three. What advice would you give someone trying to pursue a career similar to yours? Yeah. Learn about yourself first. Yeah, if you don't go through your own healing process and honestly deal with your past wounds, you're never going to be good at what you want to do mm. because it will forever uh, interfere. It's as, as you're in the middle of something, again, your brain's racing to do a research of your whole past. If you don't clean up your own past, your wounded and broken past will forever get in your way. You're just, you're just driving over on a broken road. Come on. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Good analogy. All right. Here we go. What are some great resources that helped you along your way? So one of the uh, listening to Lewis Howe's podcast, because Lewis Howe has some of the greatest minds I've ever heard on transformation. And the other one is Dr. Joe Dispenza. It, just consume positive, motivational uh, speakers that are really diving deep into transformation, how the brain is working, what is happening behind the scenes. If you're not a student, you can't be a good teacher. Mm, I like that. Say that one more time. If you're not a good student. If you're not a good student, you cannot be a, te a good teacher. There it is. All right, here it is. If you were in my shoes, what's the one question you would have asked yourself that I didn't ever ask you? Wow. <laughs> what's the one question? Oh, wow. That's, that's, um, got me a little stumped there. What's the one question? Yeah, what, what one question I never asked that you're thinking, hmm, you never asked me about this. Wow. Um, Well, I'm, I'm a little stumped on that one there. Uh, so let's, let's go, let, me, let me reverse it then. Since I've asked you all the questions to get to know you, I'm going to flip it and say to you, here's a question for you. What you want your legacy to be? Oh, my legacy is that he gave his all to everybody for every, every part. I want my legacy to be that I gave my all. There you go. That I did not uh, turn away from anybody no matter their race, their orientation, their beliefs, their spiritual views or no views, that I freely gave all I had. It, it was all I had with all I had. I gave my all with my all. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. 100% no. of what I have to everybody 100% of the time. All right. That's what my, I want my legacy to be. There you go. So before we let you go, tell us about the book one more time. Where can we get it? Where is it out? Where, where can we pick it up? Yeah, so it's on Amazon. It's uh, called Daddy, Why Don't You Love Me? It's A Father's Blessing to a Daughter. And another book is the same thing as A Father's Blessing to a Son. You can get that on Amazon. And you will be blessed. And if you get the book, please leave me a review on Amazon and by all means, let me know what, how you your testimony after reading the book.
There it is. And it's all it's all about that. That's that's the one thing people don't understand is that you all have something to say. Well, my friend, thank you so much for joining us on the jump. It's been my pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. And all the best with you in the book. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. So listen, everybody, here it is. If you don't get off the path, you're never going to see what's in the head of you. If you keep going on the same path over and over and over again, yeah, you see the same trees, you see everything. You say, <laughs> I'm, I'm used to this. This is comfortable. But then you're never going to get off to that path because something greatness is there for you. So like we said, check the owner's manual. See what you can do. There might be little things, little tweets here and there that you never knew you could try. So try it now and get into greatness. It's time for you to jump. Thanks for watching, everybody. I hope you enjoy it and we'll see you next time come to an end but the fun doesn't have to stop here if you have any questions suggestions or feedback head over right now to twitter and facebook and like share and get involved join us next time Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical Hey, hope you had a great time listening to the show. If you think I did a great job, please buy me a coffee. I still got a lot of work to do. We would love to hear from you, your feedback, so please click the link and leave us a review. You can help us grow by following us on all social media platforms and sharing this link. Once again, it's time for you to jump. Success is waiting.